Welcome to The Daily Swap. Welcome everyone to the flagship episode of The Daily Swole. That's right, that's right. Today we are talking about counting gains, as you see in the title. Now, just to give you a little bit of background on me, since this is gonna be the first rebranding of our episodes, my name is Dash Kellner, AKA The Swole Normus, and I have a huge background in uh, the fitness industry, both personally and professionally. I have a degree in exercise science. I have the CSCS, the Certified Strength Conditioning Specialist Certification, that you can only get with a four-year degree. I am NASM CPT, CES, and PS certified. I taught for NASM for four years. I have written a educational program on kinesiology for NASM. I also have open gyms, I've trained boot camps on the beach, I've trained all the fanciest condos in Miami, I taught numerous, numerous certifications for P90X and Insanity, I am a master instructor. So I have a lot of information to give, and I have a lot of games to share. <clears throat> I'm excited, I have my coffee today, so I'm amped up, counting gains. So let's get started. Some of you that have been uh, following my journey and my rhetoric for a while, know that I do not count reps. I don't count reps, I don't count sets. So when I talk about counting gains, let's discuss a little bit about, um, about what that means in terms of counting reps, counting sets. The classic is three sets, 10 reps. Okay, big deal, three sets, 10 reps. That's very standard, that's very black and white. That doesn't leave a lot of a lot of room to grow. That doesn't leave a lot of room for creativity. Not to mention your body adapts very quickly. So when you have an, an issue, let's say with growth, with adaptation, with seeing progress, you're going to, you know, you can't see progress from doing three sets of 10 all the time. Stresses me out. It's so standard. It's such a complete disregard for how dynamic the body is. So when you're looking at, let's say, a ever-changing, ever, ever-morphing human body. Everything's always moving, nothing's ever stagnant. Even when you're sitting down, nothing is ever still. So when you just put a limit, when you put a ceiling on the body, when you put a ceiling and you just put you know, 10 repetitions, what you're doing mentally is you're giving yourself a limit. You're capping your capacity. You're capping your capacity for growth. You're capping your capacity for, for progress, for success. You are just limiting yourself. And there's no surprise and there's no secret why when you get to about eight, nine repetitions, you start to really burn and get tired. It's because your body knows the set's almost over and you're ready to punch out. So one of the reasons why I don't count reps or sets, it's not that I have no idea or I have disregard for exercise science and that I don't care about repetitions, that it has nothing, you know, not that it has no matter, it's a very big deal and it matters a lot because lower repetitions work more towards strength and hypertrophy and higher repetitions work more towards strength endurance and just general muscular endurance. So when you are doing lower reps, you're having a certain adaptation as a result. When you're doing higher reps, you're going to lead towards certain adaptations as a result. So depending on your goal, repetitions are very important. Now my point is, when you're doing those repetitions, are you counting, okay, have I gotten to 15? You know, is that it? Am I stopping because I got to 15? Or are you stopping because 15 is the last one that you could possibly do? 
um, when you are doing strength, when you're doing one rep, two rep, three rep, four rep, five rep, you really have a lot less of a range for just stopping because you feel like it, because you are reaching towards your peak. You're kind of hitting towards like a two rep max, a three rep max. You're really going towards that repetition max range. That being said, if that's your goal, that's fine. But those people that are doing hypertrophy, are looking for muscle growth, those people that are looking for um, muscular endurance, are looking for a certain physical adaptation, they're looking for to shape their bodies, more like a bodybuilding type, like I want to look a certain way. Most people go to the gym because they want to look a certain way. They want to have a certain physique, they want to have a certain aesthetic. Now those people really need to think about what I'm saying here right now. Counting repetitions, counting sets will put you in the fucking ground. It will limit you, it will end your fitness, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. You start counting, you get into that system, you get into that mindset where everything is just black and white. Everything is eight, nine, ten. Three sets of ten, then I do three sets of, uh, or three sets of twelve, then I do eight, you know, twelve, ten, eight, six. I understand pyramids. I understand pyramid training. I understand periodized training. I understand uh, undulating programs where you're doing high rep weeks, low rep weeks. I understand that those concepts are solid. However, limiting yourself with a number psychologically, you will stunt your growth, so to speak. You will stunt your growth and that kind of mentality will perpetuate throughout your fitness career. You will never get over that. Once you start counting, it'll be very hard to un undo that, um, that bad habit. So what I do is when I go to the gym, I mix it up. I generally, rarely go really, really, really heavy and really low reps. Not too often just because of the strain and strength is not my primary objective. So when I'm doing a workout, when I'm doing a training, I pick a rep range or I pick a weight where I know I can get, oh, I'll be able to get about eight to 15. But I rep that until I can't move my arms. If I end up getting 20, 25 reps, well, I know I gotta grab heavier weight. So you know not to limit yourself. Don't cap yourself with 10 reps. Don't say 15. Pick a weight that will challenge you that you know you'll fail anywhere between you know eight and 15 repetitions. But what's gonna happen is if you pick a set number that's going to psychologically set you off. That's going to psychologically, you know, decapitate you for the rest of your sets. Okay, for the rest of your training. Okay. As I finish talking here about these reps, I want people to start um, start throwing those questions out. I know everyone has questions about repetitions and sets and, and so forth. And I have a few that I got from uh, from Snapchat that I'm gonna I'll, I'll relay. So if you have questions, post them up. You can ask them now. These concepts are so ingrained. They're ingrained in education. They're ingrained if you learn a certification. They're ingrained if you go to school. They're ingrained if you talk to the gym bros and say, oh man, you should do 10 reps, do 10.866 or 10.864. These are not ill-conceived concepts. You know, it's so natural for the human body to count. It's so natural to count. It's so natural to count one, two, three, four, all the way to 10. You know, you learn that when you're two years old, when you're three years old, you learn this stuff. You learn this stuff when you're a baby. You learn how to count. So it's natural to go one, two. I still even hear, I, I even hear people in the gym still counting to 10. They count the reps out loud. Instead of focusing on breathing, focusing on form, focusing on pushing themselves as hard as they can, I hear them counting eight, nine, as if they have to like say it out loud to reinforce that they're actually lifting and working out. Stop counting. Stop wasting your breath. Stop wasting your mental space counting, counting, counting. 
counting, 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 fucking reps. Why are you counting reps? Lift that shit, lift as, push yourself as hard as you can. You know, you're in this gym for maybe 45 minutes, maybe half an hour. You might not even be able to get there six, seven days a week. You might even be able to get there, you know, you know, four or five days a week, maybe three. Maybe you got kids, you have a family, you don't have the opportunity to go to the gym all the time and spread out your workouts. You gotta get stuff done. And you're sitting there counting reps. Push yourself, cut down the rest periods. Resting's for the weak, resting's for the dead. You know, I'm not saying don't rest, but push yourself, stop counting everything. Stop putting a limit on everything, okay? Super important, super important concepts, you know? I'll take a question. I do the same, but counting in my head, I do two, uh, two to three hours working out. You work out for two or three hours? Gaines, Tommy, I know you got some questions about reps or at least a comment. You work out for two or three hours. All right, well, I mean, getting into, you know, time in the gym, you know, that's a whole other thing, but counting reps and, you know, that's gonna limit your growth and also working out for too long. That could be an, uh, that could be an effect for, uh, you're still counting how long you've been in the gym. <laughs> Uh, but you know, workout length is a whole other topic. Maybe that'll be something we'll touch on tomorrow. But um, that, and again, you know, it, it, it's it's definitely uh, you don't want to overload you don't overload your muscles, and you're working out two or three hours a day, or two or three hours. Uh, you're not you're not doing that every day, are you? But bottom line, here's what I want to close with in terms of uh, in terms of what I'm my statement and my concept. Counting gains. Don't quantify your workouts with reps and sets. Pick an exercise. Do it till it's done. As Arnold said, do it till it hurts. Yeah, he said, do it till it hurts. When it burns, you feel the muscles exploding. Come on, come on, push it two more. Come on, you can do it. That's what he said. He said it just like that. Yeah, do it Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. All right, so Arnold said, and these are the classic bodybuilders. Steroids are not. These guys work. These guys were the pioneers. Working out, do it till it hurts. Do it till it's done. That's exactly right. Do it till it hurts. Do it till it's done. If it's not done, then keep going. Pick an exercise. You want to do dumbbell bench press? Do dumbbell bench press. Fine. Don't stop at 10 reps. Pick a heavy weight. Try to fail anywhere between 8 and 15 repetitions. If you know that you're doing, if you have an idea, you're doing all right, um, it's too light, I'm doing 20 reps, go till failure and then grab heavier weight and do another set and keep going. Do dumbbell bench press. I challenge you, do an exercise until your body tells you I'm done with it. Do 10 sets, do 15 sets, do 20 sets. Go there, do dumbbell bench press and do that the entire workout. Do push-ups the entire time. Do half an hour of push-ups. See how many push-ups, quality push-ups that you can do. Try that, you know? You wanna do curls? Guess what? The biceps only does one freaking thing, elbow flexion. So guess what? Do elbow flexion for 30 minutes, okay? There is a difference in different styles and different exercise and different mechanical positioning, but the basic joint function will always be the same. Elbow flexion is elbow flexion. Do it and finish it. I do more fitness like losing weight in three sets, 10 kilograms, 20 kilograms, and 20. Sure, so you can do those drop sets. Drop sets are, you can, it's fine to go heavier. As you go through the workout, it's fine to go heavier. You can increase the weight. You can decrease the reps in general. As you increase the weight, you're gonna have to decrease the reps. You can't do 50 pounds and the most you can do is 10 reps and do 100 pounds and oh, I'm gonna do 30 reps. That's not gonna happen. It's just not physically possible if you're maxing out. The heavier you go, the less reps you'll be able to do. And that's all well and good, that's fine. 
But what you have to understand is that range, that range of when you're failing, don't count and don't stop at 10. Have an idea, this weight I'll probably be able to get at least you know, nine or 10 reps. Start throwing your body, if you're used to counting, throw your body off. Count, do nine rep sets, do 11 rep sets, do 13 rep sets. At minimum, confuse yourself, confuse your brain. Enough with these even numbers, six, eight, 10, 12, that's, such, that's so, except for 15, that's so arbitrary. That's so random. You know, all these exercise tests and all these studies, all they show, you know, they pick these flat round numbers for testing. You know, they get a sample population of 20, 30, 50 people. They have them all do the same exercise, same reps. They get their age. They, you know, get their same background. Let's say they're all cyclists, they're all triathletes, they're all bodybuilders. They do a test and they measure strength progress over weeks. And then they publish a study and then we find, oh, well, 10 reps for, you know, three sets is the best for building muscle. So, you know, this doesn't mean that's the only way to build muscle. It doesn't mean that 20 reps can't build muscle. It doesn't mean that six reps can't build muscle. This is one study. So take these four, six, eight, 10, 12 repetitions, take them, you know, with a bag of salt, thousands of grains of salt. Understand that as much as that could be true in general, it's still going to be different for you as a person. As a person, as an individual, you are different. You're different than all those people in the study. There could be 50 people. There could be 1,000 people in that study. It's still not you. It's still not you in that study. So you have to find out what works for you, but don't limit yourself. This whole, this whole, uh, this launching pad, my ability and my, this platform that I, I'm blessed to have to be able to share this information with you, don't take it lightly. And don't take my word for it. Try it. Try going to the gym. It's going to be really awkward. If you're used to counting, you're going you're gonna to get real serious anxiety. You're gonna start freaking out because counting is what you're used to. Like I said, since when you're two or three, you learn one, two, three, A, B, C's, you know, Jackson five, A, B, C, one, two, three, you know? You're used to counting. You are so used to counting, it's ingrained, it's ingrained. See, you make me motivated, motivated daily to go to the gym. Well, guess what? When I do these things, you motivate me to go to the gym. But, you know, this is all, try it, try it, you know? Try it, then buy it. Okay, go to the gym, pick a heavy weight, and lift it. I want you to lift and tee, can't do another rep. I'm not saying hurt yourself, can't do another rep. If you do, let's say it turns out that you do four reps, or four sets, or five sets, and you're like, wow, my muscles are kind of telling me I'm done with this exercise. Good, you listen to your body, good for you, congratulations, move on to the next exercise. Stop when you're done. Don't stop because you're done counting. Stop when you're done, okay? We'll field some questions. Who's got a question about counting reps? Look at my body. I pretty much don't need to go to the gym. Oh, wow. I don't need to go to the gym. Well, I appreciate that, man. That's a compliment. Uh, absolutely, I have to go to the gym. And you can check out some of my other, my driving while gainings. I have a couple on YouTube. I have one, I think it's 19 or 20. It might be 20 uh, about maintenance, about what you have to do to maintain. And you got to work out just as hard to maintain. So I appreciate the, the sentiments, but I worked hard for these bad boys. I worked hard. You know, and I work hard and I, I still work hard. I work hard every day. You know, just because you, you know, I got to this point doesn't mean I, you gotta work just as hard to, uh, to maintain it. Thank you for being inspirational. Well, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate the support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And feel free to ask any questions anytime. So until someone has, has another question before I delve into some of these ones I got on Snapchat, 
Uh, I am on Snapchat, Swolenormous. I am also, I do this daily. This is the Daily Swole every day at 12 noon, so you can catch this live. You can catch this live. Those of you that are watching this now on YouTube, these are done daily at 12 noon. You could ask questions in the comments below on YouTube. You could actually ask questions live on Periscope and Facebook every day at 12. So check me out on Snapchat. I do a lot of, um, I do a lot of posting on Snap. I do some comedy. Uh, what can I say? I'm freaking hilarious. No, I'm weird. I'm weird as hell. But I have a lot of information and we're going to get this out there. Um, you know, I have websites, I have a blog on swolenormous.com. I sell apparel, I sell mildly offensive and socially awkward apparel. If you see my Kegel shirts on Instagram, also swolenormous, check that out. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. I also do program design, I do fitness coaching. So those are all different aspects if you're looking to take your fitness to the next level. I have a different time zone from six to one. Yeah, well, if you're coming, a lot of you are, are following me internationally, which is amazing. I love it. I love how we can do this and people from other countries can be uh, getting involved. But you can watch this. If you follow me on Periscope at Swolenormous, you can watch it for 24 hours after on Facebook Live. You can also catch it after. And like I said, it's going to be on YouTube. So you might not be able to ask questions live, but you can also post comments below on YouTube and I'll get back to you. Those of you that follow me on snap and check me out you know that i always get back to every single message and if i don't i just didn't see it um so just hit me up again because i always get back to you i love to interact and i love to give the feedback so and i saw uh tommy just posted that you know you always uh you know you always lift heavy for larger body parts and and heavier for larger body parts is a great point lifting heavy you don't always, and that's the, that's the thing you know I, I talked about max reps before max reps should be limited to uh, to larger muscle groups, compound movements, multi-joint movements like bench press, squat, where you have multiple joints moving together, not so much like a tricep extension or a bicep curl, because that kind of overloading force can really be strenuous on the joints, on the capsule, on the tendons, and the ligaments. Uh, but don't just limit yourself to going heavy on larger body parts and compound. Don't limit yourself going heavy on just compound movements. I would not max out on those single joint movements like the concentration curls, I mean, or, you know, bi or bicep curls. But I would also make sure that you are going heavy. Just be careful of those max reps. But yeah, definitely it's easier and it's safer to go really heavy on those larger muscle groups. <sighs> this is a great question. I can see it. I, 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 I'm not even going to try to pronounce your name. I'm going to have to look that up because uh, you're wonderful and I don't want to insult you. Uh, but where are you from? Are you from... Um, you're definitely from um, Scandinavia. Are you from Sweden or Norway? I love the name. Oh, I love that language. Should women lift heavy just as men do or do more cardio? What's your opinion on that? Those of you that follow me for a while, do you have any idea how excited I am that this question was asked on the Daily Swole? Do you have any idea? Not to mention the caffeine's kicking in. That question gets me hot. I love it. Uh, should women lift as heavy as men do? Let's have other people that follow me answer this question. Type some stuff. Should men? Should women lift heavy? Should women lift heavy? As heavy as men? That's a very relative, um, subjective. Should women lift as heavy? There's a yes right there. Boom. I'm gonna go with Tommy. That a boy, Tommy. So proud of you. Women, why not? Women should absolutely, absolutely lift uh, heavy like men. Here's the thing. Most people want to build muscle and lose weight and lose fat. They want to be lean, they want to be toned, okay? This whole tone thing, 
throw that word out the window. Um, I still use it sometimes just because it's rhetoric. I mean, it's just the semantics and I, I just get caught up with uh, society. But get this idea of toned out of your head. Toned is just, I have muscle and I have less fat. That's what toned means. It's like you can see the muscle and you're lean. That's what tone means. Women use that because they think that tone means they want to be shredded. You know, that dry, nasty, not I wouldn't say nasty, but that really ripped, dry bodybuilding look. That's what they call ripped. You know, that's the, the, the layman's terms. But toned means I have muscle tone, but I still look feminine, you know. And that's very, you know, that's very subjective for opinion, but I'm just using that because that's the way gen most people will describe it. Uh, building muscle and breaking down the muscle and doing more hypertrophic rep ranges. What that's going to do is it's going to demand your body to use more calories and to repair afterwards. When you do more damage, in a, in a good way, microtrauma, beneficial damage, not like car accident damage. When you do damage to your body, your body has to repair afterwards. If you're doing cardio and doing like, you know, 30 minutes, an hour on the treadmill or on Stairmaster, your body is not working that hard. And I'm telling you for a fact, the body is not working that hard because you're performing activity for half an hour, an hour. You're doing a long time, but you're working at a very low intensity. You're not training that hard. If you're training really hard, like you were sprinting, you all know you can't sprint for an hour. It's impossible. It's literally impossible. So you can walk as fast as you can, probably for an hour if you train for it, but working at your hardest capacity, you can't maintain that for an hour. Okay. That's why marathon runners keep a pace and they run like five and a half or whatever minute miles for 26 for like marathons. They don't go out there and run a three minute mile, you know, 350 or 318, whatever. And then, you know, and then they'll, they'll blow themselves out. Right. So and that's a great point. Women don't produce testosterone the way men do. So when you're Women are afraid to build muscle because they feel like they look bulky. Now what happens is women start lifting heavy, they get inflammation, they start building a little muscle tone, they retain some water because the inflammation, they're still not eating right, it takes the body a few weeks to really adapt to this new style of training, and the muscle and the swelling kind of pushes the skin out and the fat on top is still kind of remaining, and the water retention, the inflammation, the cells, and what happens is they feel like, oh, I'm looking bulky, and they stop. What happens is it's got to come down to your diet. It's got to come down to your nutrition. Uh, but working out at a higher intensity, lifting heavier weights is going to demand your body to repair more after your workout. And guess what? At rest, when you're calm, like right now, I'm burning not a ton of fat, but I'm burning pretty much, I'm burning like 100% fat. Except when I move my arms really quickly. No? Exercise science joke. That's a creatine phosphate joke. So when you are sitting and chilling, you are burning pretty much all fat. So if I am in more of a deficit for my high intensity weight training, guess what? My body is using more fat at rest to repair the muscle tissue, um, to provide my body energy and calories to repair and to rebuild um, the muscle and stuff that I have broken down during my strength training. So understand that lifting heavier is going to build more shape it's going to be better, especially for women. Here's a very important other tidbit that you might not be aware of. Women are more prone to osteoporosis than men. If you do overload training and you do resistance training and you're overloading the joints and you're overloading the spine, you're overloading the structural integrity of the body, you are going to improve your bone density. Improving your bone density will greatly, greatly decrease and likely eliminate, especially, you know, if you don't have osteoporosis running your family, but if you're more frail, if you have a lot of osteoporosis in your family, uh, very important they do resistance training and you do overload training, especially on the spine, using a bar, doing squats, using machines, using something that's going to 
skeletally load that structure of your skeleton. You need to create that resistance for the muscles and also for uh, bone quality. And if you don't, a lot of women suffer from you know, uh, osteoporosis because they don't do any resistance training. Swimming, a lot of people come up to me and say, oh, well, I swim. You know, I do a lot of exercise swimming. Is that great exercise? You know, it's activity. You know, we talk about exercise, it's exercise. It's not, it, it could be part of a training program. It's not bad for you. I mean, it's very hard. You put me in a pool, I'll do a few laps, I'm, <gasps> and I'm dying. I don't do a ton of cardio. And we'll talk about that another time. But with the swimming, you're buoyant. There's no gravitational pull. Obviously, you can float really easily. So guess what? The earth is not pulling you as much. And if you do swimming only for your exercise, you're not getting that resistance on your bones. You might get some muscle tone, but you're not strengthening the bones, and you're still at a high risk for osteoporosis. So understand overload training, resistance, gravity. You have to put pressure on the body. Oh, I love it. I love it, the daily swole. I am... I tell you what's going to be an off day for me. I might have to get absolutely huge. Another thing, I am doing this every day at 12. I also have been broadcasting a lot of workouts live on Periscope. So Facebook Live is a little more inconvenient for just like off-the-cuff broadcasting, but I've been doing broadcasting live on Periscope, and I've also been doing a Q&A afterwards. So I'll do like a broadcast live, and I'll work out, and people can tune in, check out a couple things, and then afterwards in the car, like 10, 15 minutes after workout, I pop up... Uh, I put up a periscope again, and then I go over and I kind of recap, you know, my form, why I did what I did, and then people can ask questions, and it's awesome. Yeah, because I, you watch me eat Sour Patch Kids and lift weight and grunt and talk to people and get angry and swear at myself and call myself a pussy and all this stuff. It's fun. I get intense because I put my music on, I rage. So I forget the camera's even there sometimes, but you can ask me questions during. Dylan, what's up, dude? Question. Ah. Love is the questions. It's like, you know what? Let me take a sip of coffee. Cheers to that question. Well, you're welcome. I'll call you BGB because I don't know how to pronounce your name. I'm so sorry. If you, do you follow me on Snapchat, dear? If you follow me on Snapchat, send me an audio message or send me a, a personal snap and tell me how to pronounce your name. Um, Snapchat's Swolnormous. So please send me uh, how to pronounce your name because I really want to give you a thumbs up for that. I really, uh, I don't want to insult people. Um, by not pronouncing your name correctly. All right, Dill, let me see, um, let me check out your question. Carbs are, are what build muscle, correct? You're always huge on sweet potato. Oh, yeah, baby. Sweet potatoes for carbs. Do you still recommend these? Any other carbs? Oh, that's a badass question. Uh, carbs are what build muscle, correct? Let's do a Y and an N, a yes and a no. All right, in the muscles, in the muscles. Okay, so your body, you've heard of blood sugar and you know, blood sugar is just glucose. Every carb that you eat gets broken down to glucose. Now, the type of carb that you eat is important because if it's a fibrous carb, if it's more of a, what we call a complex carb, like a sweet potato, like brown rice in general, what you're gonna get is um, a slower absorption because there's more insoluble or more soluble fiber, so you'll it slows the absorption into the bloodstream. So complex carb is something with higher fiber that the carbohydrate absorbs slower uh, into the bloodstream, which keeps insulin levels a little more stable. So you're not likely storing body fat. I'm gonna get a dry erase board for some of these because I'm gonna have to really write some stuff out, um, and we're gonna get deep into exercise science, which is great because you guys are gonna get educated to like a, like bosses. So. That being said, your body stores uh, glucose and glycogen. Glycogen is a storage form of glucose. It stores this in the liver and in muscle cells. So when you're working out, 
your body releases a lot of glucose, a lot of sugar from the muscles and from the liver into the bloodstream. So your body can have energy because when you're doing exercise, you're using creatine phosphate, but you're also in the glycolytic, um, glycolytic uh, exercise um, metabolism um, phase, uh, so to speak. So your body is using sugar, using glycogen, breaking down these stores. Kind of like cracking open boxes in your closet. Your body, oh, it stores in the muscle and the liver. Your body goes into the closet, takes out a box, cracks open the glycogen box and busts out uh, glucose molecules and sends them around. When you're eating afterwards, when you're replenishing, that's why you, one of the reasons why you want to have uh, sugar or you want to have carbs after a workout or for strength training especially and for bodybuilding is because your body needs to resaturate muscles and the liver. Now that's important because it does give your muscle fullness, it does uh, repair and provide other kind of like shuttling responses, bringing nutrients into the cells, but the actual building blocks of muscle is, um, the actual building blocks of muscle are amino acids, and amino acids come from protein. So you need both. You, need, you definitely need both. You need, that's, those, are, those are basic macronutrients. The macronutrients are protein, carbs, and fats. So you need all of those things. Fat's great for, you know, you, you have fats because, you know, having fat on your body, you know, one of the reasons why it's good to have some fat on your body, not like just be like 1% body fat, you know, it, you know, it's not really possible. Like, you know, 2 3%, for example, bodybuilding is that you have less ability to store vitamins. There are fat-soluble vitamins that need to be stored in fat. And if you don't have, if you have very low body fat, it can be very damaging and dangerous to hormone levels and, and, and production of certain, um, certain elements in the body. So carbs will help resaturate those muscle stores and the liver stores. The protein, your body breaks those down to amino acids and restructures essential and non-essential amino acids to create them and provide the building blocks for protein for the myofibrils, for the, the sarcomeres, for the, for the muscle tissue. So both very important. And in terms of, um, good question, Tommy, I'm going to hold that for a second. Uh, in terms of what carb, sweet potatoes, this is just, this is trial and error. This is trial and error. For me, sweet potatoes, I, I get nothing. I, I don't, I don't, I get nothing from beans. I, I'll eat beans and I just, you know, okay, if they give you gas, whatever, but I just, I eat them and then I just don't feel, I don't know, I don't feel anything from beans. I don't feel anything from them. I don't, I don't feel like I get anything from beans. Uh, I'll eat brown rice, and I just feel like I eat the rice, I chew it, and it just sits in my stomach like fucking rice. And this is just from trial and error. You could do tests, you could do allergy tests, you can be, you can do all these different, you know, see what your body reacts to, you know, your hormone profiles of what carb. You can do these. There are tests out there that will give you by blood type, and they'll analyze, you know, elements in your body that will tell you, oh, you should be eating these foods, you're allergic to these foods. Those are great. They cost money, but you can also test these things and see how your body reacts. The more consistent you eat, the more when you change little things here and there, the more you can see those subtle changes and ah, how your body you know, reacts to these things. Brown rice, meh. When I eat a, when I eat a, yo, when I eat a sweet potato, I just, I feel like someone's like blowing air into my muscles. Like Arnold would say, it's like someone's blowing air into my biceps. You know, I, I feel freaking amazing. I feel amazing. I feel pumped. I feel energy. I feel I feel jacked. I feel solid. So I know sweet potatoes are great for me. I eat the skin, everything. I bake them. I don't microwave. Don't microwave your food. Um, so that's a personal preference. Try complex carbs. Try it. I always recommend sweet potatoes. You don't have to buy them organic. They are cheap. God, like 79 cents a pound. Don't even, don't tell me that eating healthy is expensive. It balances out. Grass-fed beef could be pricey. Um, you know, organic eggs could be pricier. Let's see. Uh, you know, those things could be but you're, I mean, carbohydrates, what, kale and, uh, what did I just say, sweet potatoes? 
you know, I mean, I mean, how much are you really eating? You're not a horse. You're not gonna. You're not eating. You know, ten thousand calories a day. You don't need it. You're not gonna grow that big naturally. You know, you're not gonna overload yourself that much. The average person is what I'm talking about. Carbs, sweet potatoes, gangster. Love them. Tabby, miss your brother. So dash. I have a question. Coffee, butter. Oh, speaking of which, cheers. Live in Periscope. Oh, and YouTube. Oh. Oh God, hell yeah. I get chicken breast for 179 per pound. I could tell you where I probably would get it for 149 per pound or 129 um, if you want cockfighting chicken. <laughs> Chickens that didn't make it out of the ring. You're a brave boy, Tommy. Uh, you are what you eat, right? You get juiced up chickens, you get, <laughs> you get huge. Coffee, butter, what's the amount we should have? Bulletproof has it based on a tablespoon, but it's a more individual. Uh, you mean like in terms of what, you know, how much butter you should put in the, in the coffee? That's a good question. Yeah, that, you know, if you're doing like a ketosis diet or like a high, super high fat diet where you're really keeping carbs like, like 50 grams or below, you really, I mean, you can almost kind of go crazy with the fat. You're not really going to store your body's going to metabolize that like crazy. I would start when you're doing the Bulletproof coffee, the coffee that, you know, I make every day. I've been doing it for about four or five years. Uh, I don't want to use the wrong term, but I've been doing it for a couple a couple years. I mean, it came out like probably four years ago or so, I think. I lost, I, I lose track of, of the years and the decades. So, uh, you put butter in MCT oil. So the butter, um, a lot of it's just to taste. You know, the more butter you put in, the more butter, the lighter it's gonna be. So what I would say is start off with half a tablespoon or more, or a tablespoon per cup or per you know, that you're making and, you know, you start with a little bit and then if you're like, oh, this doesn't taste good enough, you know, you put it back in, put a little more butter in. You know, if you're trying to stick to certain macros, you can measure it, but I would start with a tablespoon. The MCT oil, the oil, <laughs> yo, start with a teaspoon. A teaspoon's the tiny one. That's not the tablespoon. You start off with a tablespoon, you are going to be right to the pooper, I promise you. So start off small with the MCT oil, don't go hard on the oil, and then gradually bump it up. And then you can go to taste and go to energy. Find your sweet spot, because some of you might feel like, you know, this coffee and the caffeine, you know, it shuttles these oils into the brain, like it shuttles these, you know, elements around. So you might feel like jittery, like, you know, really, you know, a lot of energy. You might feel like really amped up. So go easy on some of this stuff and then see how your body reacts to it. It's always better to go smaller and then you can go harder later. Good question, Tabby. Have you been doing the, the Bulletproof coffee? Anyone else trying the coffee? I've been posting a lot on Snapchat. Um, I haven't done any permanent videos on it. I will. There are those out there, but, you know, I mean, I do my music videos. If you follow my Snapchat, check it out. I did a um, <clears throat> Backstreet, Boys, uh, Backstreet Boys snap today. Some other things before we wrap it up. I also posted a new driving while gaining, uh, driving while gaining, working out versus training. Now that's on my YouTube channel. So YouTube, Swolenormous. You could also go to uh, bit.ly slash capital DWG021. And I'll put that um, in the comments below on YouTube. But just go to my YouTube channel, check it out, and you'll see the driving while gaining 21. So I've been doing, I've done about 21, 22 of these live broadcasts, but today it is branded the Daily Swole. 
and I will be doing this every day at 12 noon, so join me. Make sure you're here, join me, ask questions, tell your friends, and it'll also be up on YouTube, so you can always ask questions afterwards on Facebook. Uh, I would definitely, if you have questions, go on YouTube and comment below on YouTube, and that way we can keep the conversation uh, where we'll be permanently, because you know Facebook gets kicked down to the bottom. So when you see this up on YouTube, comment, give it a like, let me know what you think, and also let's just keep the conversation running. I will get, to, I will answer every single comment that gets posted until I get hundreds of thousands of comments. I just can't keep up, and I'll still try. Felicia, I've been doing the BP. How do you like it? How do you like the BP coffee, um, Matt? I mean, if you've been doing it for a few months, I'm assuming you like it. But how do you feel in terms of the energy? Like, you're getting a crash. You're eliminating the crash. Like, what do you? What are your thoughts on it personally? How do you feel different now that you've been doing it for a couple months? Uh, was that you, Tommy? I. I Periscope, if anyone knows if I can see previous comments on Periscope, I always look and I forget that they fade on Periscope. Ask me that again, that one that, uh, that just came up. Ask me that Periscope one again. So, yeah, so Bulletproof Coffee, it's fantastic. I love it, I love it, I love it. So, Snapchat, everything is at Swolnormous. Everything is at Swolnormous. Check me out tomorrow. A lot of these comments, a lot of these things will get spurred into, and ask me things on Snapchat. Send me a message on Snapchat. Send me a message on YouTube. And let's get into this stuff more. Should I go barefoot or flat sole for squat? You know what? Tomorrow, tomorrow, we are going to talk about barefoot training. If you watch my show, if you watch my live broadcast, if you've seen any of my articles, you know that I'm a huge proponent. I wear those Vibram Classics all the time. Barefoot training. Barefoot training. We're talking barefoot tomorrow, okay? Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining on the flagship, The Daily Swole 001. Loving it. Love the intensity. Love the interaction. Every day at 12 noon. So be here tomorrow. It's Sunday. Get your brunch, get your bacon, get your sausage, get your pancakes. You know, maybe I'll even eat. Maybe I'll even have my nice brunch right here waiting. Okay? I'm gonna have guests on this show. I'm gonna be doing different locations. This is gonna be an awesome thing. So thanks for joining me. And tomorrow, barefoot training. See you later. And remember, stay swole. Ooh, today might be arm day again. I don't know. Can't decide. So excited. Get amped. Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your Saturday. And remember, Tell everyone you know, every day, Daily Swole, 12 noon Eastern Time.